0: Good morning, everyone. Glad to see you. Welcome to everyone, especially welcome to race fans or anybody else that's a visitor this morning. Want you to know, if you are new here, we'd love to meet you. We have a table out back, and we want to give you a gift and just get to know you and answer any questions. So after the service, out those main double doors, there's a table. Uh, Please come and introduce yourself to us. We would, we would like that. It is big racing time around here. We are located. Yeah, that's just Judd. Judd is always excited about that. So with our location, we're trying to be welcoming. We also raised some money this way, so we're going to be parking cars uh, all week. And we would, we would still need volunteers from the 5.30 to 8.30 time slots on Wednesday through Saturday, and especially Saturday. So we've only had three people sign up. We need more than that. So if you are at all interested in helping out on a 5.30 to 8.30 time, any of those nights, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, you can sign up at the big table out there. Where's Bruce? Some people might be new and not know who he is. It seems like even if you're new, you somehow know who he is, but that's Bruce. Bruce, there you go. So go talk to Bruce or to Judd if you want have any questions, also we're going to set up for it at 1.30 this afternoon, and if you're at all able to do that, uh, please let them know or find them or just show up. That would be great. I think that's all the announcements. right? Oh, the office this week is only going to open Monday and Tuesday because we're filled with campers and vendors and cars, so it's open at other times, but that's really for the, the Nationals community after that. So it's only open from 8 to 4 Monday and Tuesday this week, and then we'll go back to normal after that. All right, enough of the announcements. Could we stand? We're about to worship the Lord together, so I'm going to pray as we enter into doing that through song. Praise you, God, because you're good and your love endures forever. We thank you for your gifts to us. We thank you that we can trust you. We thank you that regardless of how we come in this morning, Your intentions towards us are good. And so we want to praise you this morning. We want to lift you up. We're going to do that through song, and we're going to ask that you'd even help us to do that. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Once you were the shepherd that carried us home when we were brought you ran to meet us with open arms, and yeah, we can't back our friends when we were refugees. we free. Your grace changes everything. I was blind. Now I see. Your grace changes everything. By the cross, I am free. Your grace changes everything. I was blind. Now I see. Your grace changes everything free
0: Thank you that you can see each person that's here in this room, that's even watching online or afterwards, you see us all. You know where we're at. You know what our hearts need. And so we pray this morning that as Pastor Samuel shares with us, you by your spirit would speak to us. You give us ears to hear what you're saying to each one of us. Somehow you'd give us as a church ears to hear what you're saying to us as a whole body and family. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have a seat. So at this time, I'm going to invite Pastor Samuel Kowalya. I didn't look, I think I said it right that time, Uh, who is from Uganda. And Pastor Samuel and I had what humanly would seem like a random, short meeting several years ago in Knoxville, and it has turned into quite a relationship and partnership between his ministries and our church family here at Celebrate. So I'm going to just want to bring people up to speed a little bit on on Pastor Samuel and let him share with us through a little interview, and then he's going to teach on our Beatitude for this week. So can you welcome Pastor Samuel? Yeah. So. So. Some of us may be familiar with the story, but there's many new people here at Celebrate and we have people visiting this time. Can you tell us a little bit about what your ministry is called Bethel Missions and you started it by yourself
2: oh, yes, and, of- and
0: God? I don't think I got very far without right. God, but you, you, it wasn't like some group came in and decided to start it. You started out
2: of a call from God. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yes. Good morning, Celebrate Church. It's a pleasure to be here today. My name has been introduced. I'm Samuel Oda from Uganda. My ministry is called Bethel Community Outreach Ministries, Uganda. It was birthed out of the pain I saw in my own community. And I said, how can I make a difference? So I decided to start a school under mango tree. Humble beginnings, touching lives, and transform communities. Our purpose is touching lives transforming communities and our goal is building hope for community transformation. So, hang on one second. So, when you started the school, no walls, no, it was by a tree. That was where you gathered, okay. You see, in Africa, we have reckless faith, I think. When you have the passion for something, you go for it. So, that was the only thing I had. Mm -hmm. And I said, there is a school. So, the villagers will come and say, where is the school? I said, it is here. (laughs) And they said, I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <But> <laughs> so how, what's the school like now? What? What is the school like now? Uh, right now, we have tried to put up some structures, beautiful structures, I think, as of now, but not to the standard of you here, but at least to over 230 kids are in there. And over the years, we've seen kids go through school. But the best thing of Vito that makes me glad is that when kids come, they're... Are discipled into Christ-likeness. And our, pa- our passion is that they should leave the project with the Jesus in their hearts so that they can impact their own communities for Christ. Yeah. And
0: a lot of these kids can't afford to come to schools. Like, the, it, you have a, uh, a city nearby where a lot of the people with more money go to those kind of schools, and
2: you, you mainly reach people from the, the villages. Is that true? Yes, At our offset, when I saw the devastation of HIV AIDS in my own community, because Masaka was the place that was greatly struck by HIV AIDS, and many kids left without fathers and mothers and orphans, so we reached out to the needy communities. And so the vast number of the kids we have cannot afford. And then we have poor families. You find dad is there, or single mom, but no future for the kids. Mm-hmm. So our school is majorly for the poor. Yes. But we, we are tr- pr- trusting God that we can also enroll them from middle income that can subscribe fees so that we keep the project running. That's great. Yeah. So you feed them,
0: you house some of them, you're oh, family yes. to some of them, and you teach them and disciple.
2: I told people that I have, I have, I'm a family of, I have 11 kids. Five from one mother and six from different mothers. And somebody says, Sam, you have many women? I said, I don't have many women. I just still refuse to marry me because of these other kids I had taken on. Because they told her I had had many women. But then I told her these kids, I adopted them as my own kids. So some kids lodge at the school. Others lodge with their immediate families, especially the grandmothers. And we feed them three meals a day. For those that the accent's
0: a little hard to understand, many women, but he adopted them from the other, so you have um, five, from you his, me. five from his wife, five from his wife, and then, yeah, uh, good, just wanna clarify. Um, so you are not just, besides a school and an orphanage, you, yeah. you also are a pastor. Talk about your work as a pastor and as a
2: pastor to pastors. Oh my goodness. I've been in the pastoral ministry for over 20 years now and I've planted a number of churches, and I oversee churches, and uh, I love it because it's a call of God on my life to touch my own community. So I preach the word of God over the radio, even in the churches, that's it. And also I lift other leaders to do the work, like I'm here, who is taking over? If I'm away, I have other men, like what I've seen happening, see others preaching, that's very good. Yes. Yes, yes. You're doing
0: that as well. I love it. Okay, so uh, what about the, how you're helping villages and, and maybe your initiative with Wells?
2: Oh, yes. When we started in 2002, we also registered ourselves as a nonprofit in Uganda. Thank God we've been registered here as a nonprofit in the US too, in Iowa. Give a hand. Praise yeah. to God for that. Yeah. And we are registered here now, currently, it's a month ago, I think, uh, through Nathan and Ashley, where are they? they stand up! Stand, stand up, Nathan.
0: Up. We, yeah, I know, uh, Ashley really wanted to do that. Those are the guys but, uh, <laughs> behind us. But yeah, concerned. you guys have been awesome
2: support. So, when we registered as a nonprofit, we decided to reach out to the communities too. Apart from helping the needed children, we also reach out to the villages without water. And I said, to be sincere, over the years we were praying how the dream for wells of life come to pass. It's one thing to have a dream, it's another to have someone to come alongside and make the dream a reality. It was in 2018 when I came here and I shared my passion with Pastor, Pastor Andrew and VBS and the church here intervened to bring life into my communities. I have great good news. Over 1,000 people have been reached out with clean water. We've been able to, to drill manually five wells in five different villages. Even some guys thought I wanted to stand as a senator. But I told him, no, I'm just a steward of love from a different part of the, of the, of the world. And when Michael Motts and Brian and Jackie... There's Michael and Jackie. Where's Michael? You guys got to stand up, too. I mean,
0: I did it for one. You knew it was coming. Are Brian and Melinda here this morning? Yes, sir.
2: Where's Brian? Give them a hand of praise. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Those those men and women venture to come to Uganda where they've never been. Some people think that I stay with elephants, I stay with lions, we stay with butterflies and houseflies, But no, life is thriving down there. Okay, so they came over to witness the work and it was cerebrate that intervened no one else. And we were supposed to do six wells, we were supposed to do four, we went for five, we went for number six and number six failed us. My men had gone deeper 120 feet and they lacked oxygen. Debris was falling on them and we had to pull them by the ropes and then we couldn't carry on the project. Yeah, We still have the mache- the, our equipment, but we can't.
0: Yeah, so let me just uh, kind of summarize a little bit of that to kind of explain Celebrate's involvement in this. So when I studied in, at Fuller Seminary in Pasadena, California, my professor was from Sierra Leone, and he explained to us that in the last hundred some years, Christianity has exploded the most in Asia, Africa, and South America while it's declined, in the other places, the only reason that the U.S. hasn't had a further decline than it, than it has in, um, well, not the only reason, but a primary reason um, is because immigrants come. There are more missionaries coming to the United States than the United States is sending. And when the immigrants come, Christians, they spread the gospel as they come. Anyways... Uh, what they found as they studied is missionaries do great work, but where the gospel really explodes is when it started by the people that live there already. And so there's not like a, a U.S. or a European agency that came in and started Pastor Samuel's ministry. Yeah. He started it. And he doesn't have an organization that he's connected to. And so when we, we connected, VBS set a record and was able to, to build two wells of clean water in 2018. We've... we've funded five. The sixth one, he was saying, they hand dig these wells and they got down 120 feet and then they didn't have oxygen anymore and they still hadn't hit water. And so we are going to, we're we're working, we're hoping that we connect with Vermeer who connects us with other people that can do a horizontal drill. We're hoping to get them a drill that would make it cheaper to build wells and safer to build wells. That's one of the things that we want to do for our ongoing support with them. Um, Mike and Jackie Moats and Brian and Melinda Voss, all four of them are elders at our church. They made a trip over there and just to verify what, what's happening on, on our behalf and just saw incredible things over there. And so, and we also, we supported for three years paying the teacher's salaries for one month a year for three years, and now we're going to, we've committed to do that oh, for another three oh, years. So we want to s- remain in, in partnership. Okay, change the subject a little bit because I want to make sure you get a time to, teach us about Beatitudes. So i got two other questions
2: or topics. One is you've got a book. You wanted to talk about the book. Wow. It was well on my mission 2019 that I was inspired to write a book. I don't know why every time when I come to the US that's when I write a book. And thankfully I've been looking at the church of Jesus Christ. The church in Africa is wide but no root. So I wrote a book to train believers to spiritual maturity in Christ. And this is the message of sonship. Sonship is not about gender or female, it's it's inclusive. And this book is about the manifestation of Christ in each of our lives. God's ultimate plan for man is that he may be visibly seen through us. God never wanted to stay on earth. He said, he created Adam in his image so that Adam may be the true representation of God on earth. Adam messed up and God sent Jesus Christ. So the Bible says, as we bore the image of the man of the earth, so shall we bear the image of the man of heaven. The message of Sanchez is like this. Jesus came to show us the Father. Is that right? Yes. He said, my father, my father. But then Philip asked him, show us the father. And Jesus said, if you see the son, you have seen the father. So a son is a replica of the father. We are talking about spiritual maturity. It is the mature man in Christ that manifests to Christ on earth. This is a paramount book. I want to request you to read it. And we are autographing it here officially. Much more being forwarded by Pastor Andrew Schmidt. This book belongs to Celebrate Church. What do you think?
0: Yes, so yeah. you can afterwards, if you want to talk to Pastor Sammy, you want to buy a book, you want to support him, you can uh, see him at a table there. Okay, last question, because I want to make sure you get time to teach. <laughs> I want you to tell us about these prayer weeks you
2: have. I don't, I'm not, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you'd call it, but. I think uh, before I talk about our prayer weeks we have prayer convocations three convocations every year where people gather from the villages and towns to come and do the one thing to just sit at the feet of Christ we are living in a microwave generation and people don't have time for God and I believe God desires us to have time for him but before I could go into this we need to understand what is prayer life all about Most people think prayer is about asking for something. Yes, we can ask for something. But I believe God is calling the church to deeper intimacy, into relationship. Amen. So we call people to come and just fall in love with God. Come and worship God. Develop your relationship. Every meaningful relationship has to be worked on, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So God desires to walk with us. So we call people to come and consecrate their lives, set their minds apart, choose the precious from the vile, and set apart time for God. It's one of the precious moments in my life. And when you grow into spiritual maturity, sometimes you don't have to ask anything. He is everything to you. You have the confidence that he knows this and the other is my dad is my father.
0: That's good, and you have people come from all over. They stay the whole week. They don't have a place to stay. Some of
2: them fast and these, the whole week. We separate. We stay there in the church. Stay in the church the Men whole week. Men can have their own place where they can lodge in the night, but the whole of it is fasting, prayer, worship, and the word of God, and much more. It is spiritual renewal. Like you folks watching me, you have two personalities. You have the outer man who is going to the ground. But we have the inner man who is going back to the father. The inner man is the one that came from heaven. But look at yourself. How much do you care about this outer man? The eye need glasses, lips need whatever, I don't know what they call it, lipstick? <laughs> Fingers need something? The finger need the ring? You need the shoes? You need the clothes? You need a cup of coffee? You need a burger? Every t- you, you care for the outer man so much how much more for the inner man and the inner man is the real you so in these weeks we pray for spiritual renewal yeah our inner man to be renewed because that's where your strength comes from
0: well one of my prayers is that we what pastor Samuel and those people have in terms of spiritual vibrancy and passion to know the Lord would be contagious that we would pick up some of that so with that we're going to transition now. We're not going to do the, he's not going to do the full sermon, but we're, he's going to give a message. We've been going through the Beatitudes, and I've asked him to share on the Beatitude for this week. So yeah, we'll get this, we'll get you set up here, Pastor Samuel, and you can go right into it, and we will get out of your way.
2: You good? Oh, yes, I'm good. I know you are. Thank you. All right. Wow. Praise the Lord. Amen. You, please let us have a different service today. Let's have a recipe from Africa. Say a recipe from Africa. And if I jump the lines, you just bear with me, is a brother from another mother. <laughs> Am I right? So if I shout or oh, go beyond the lines, please know is a brother from another part of the world. Amen. But I'm so grateful, and in the next few minutes, I pray that the Lord touches our hearts more than ever. May this be a service in Africa. When we call a service, it's a real service because we know something is gonna be fixed, like you take your car to be fixed, and I pray that the Lord fixes you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord. I thank you for a Celebrate Family for their love towards Uganda, Lord. I thank you for every man and woman, every boy and girl, and every child under the command of my voice, Lord, I pray that you will cause me to bring forth that which you want me to speak. Father, I pray that you heal us inwardly, that we will leave this place never as we came. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen. I'm so privileged to go through the Beatitudes again, and we're going to have them all together. We're going to read them together. Will you help me? So we are from Matthew chapter 5. Can we have them on the screen? And we're going to go together, please, as a group. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting on you. (laughs) Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. We are waiting. <laughs> Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Bless. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Bless. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Stop there. That's what we're going to speak about today. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Can we repeat that, all of us? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I want to speak about the purity of heart today. And I strongly believe if there is any sensitive part of your life, is the heart. This is beyond the one that pumps the blood. This goes deeper into your conscious and subconscious mind. And I wrote in my book called Equip for Barrow. Some of you never read this book, others read it, but I can get you some few stuff here. From page 32, I wrote like this. The mind, this is the human consciousness that originates in the brain and is manifested especially in thought, perception, emotions, will, Memory and imagination, it is the power perception by the senses and in return, directs and influences mental and physical behavior. The mind is the battlefield for spiritual warfare. All spiritual battles are won or lost from within your mind before any manifestation on the outside. We should take note that there is nothing on earth more powerful than a human will. Even God has no control over it. Its very nature is self-control. The human will controls the destiny of man. And the seat of the human will is the conscious and subconscious mind, the heart. Whoever controls your heart controls your life. Whoever controls your heart controls your life. Each one of us has an inner hard drive. Some of you have computers. Computers have the inner hard drive where everything is stored we need to be very careful at what we watch what we, we hear it, you can easily download something in your inner drive and that can distort your mind and distort your life I wrote three nuggets here number one I said the heart is the battlefield for spiritual warfare Most people think that when we go into spiritual warfare, we fight the demons and the powers of the air, but the worst warfare happens where? In the heart. We can dress smartly here. You plate your hair very well, but inwardly, you are dying. Something eats you from within. It's within you that you overcome or lose the battle. Am I right? It's the battlefield of your life. And the human will controls the destiny of man. The power to decide belongs to you. And whoever controls your heart controls your life. This man is hooked on this woman because the woman is the remote. This woman is hooked onto the other man because the man is the remote. Have you ever found somebody that is hooked onto drinking one drink after another? The drink is the remote. Controlling the heart. Have you, ever, have you ever found people in deep stuff in their lives? It is that thing that was downloaded on the hard drive that is controlling his or her life. And if there is anything that we can work on this morning, we want to work on our hearts today. And Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart. Purity means not contaminated. Amen. Without any dangerous substance in it. Purity of heart. Not mixed with any substance. Regarding the purity of heart, some people judge. I don't want to judge. You can point a thing on somebody, but you don't know what is inwardly there. God said man who looks on the outside, but God looks on the heart. You may look at me as a sinner, but inwardly I've already repented and God has forgiven me. Let me tell you, the moment you repent in your heart, you're forgiven immediately. Did you know that? Like the moment you confess Christ as your Lord and Savior, saved completely within your heart. That's how fast it is. People are quick at judging, but God looks at the heart. Amen. As you sit there listening to me, may the Lord reveal this truth to you. Now, there is war in the heart. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You cannot go beyond your thought life. As a man thinketh in his heart, when you ponder on evil, so you are evil. When you ponder on good, so you are good. Am I right? Let's think about this. The doctor's given a, a prognosis. You have few days to live, and you begin, I'm going to die. I, I, I'm going to die. So you're going to die, too. Oh, you're gone. But if you change the way you think and say, there is still life in me, you can live longer. Are we together? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Jeremiah 17, verse 9, Jeremiah saw something very peculiar here. He said, the heart is sick. The heart is deceitful, above all things, and beyond cure. Who can understand it? No one can understand the heart except God. Amen. It's God who understands the heart. Look at Luke chapter 6. Jesus spoke greatly about the issue that come out of our hearts. Luke chapter 6 and verse 43. We want to read this together. No, all of us, no good tree bears bad fruit. Nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Come again. We are waiting on you. hmm. Are we together? Are you with me? Each tree is recognized by its fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. Mm -hmm. A good man brings good things out of the good stored in the heart. And an evil man brings out evil things out of the evil stored in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So God calls us to always empty any stuff that does not resonate with him. And let me tell you this, folks. Your outlook is the reflection of what is inside. Out of the good treasure comes good. And out of the bad treasure comes bad stuff. And Jesus said in Matthew 5, 28, whoever looks at a woman lustfully has already sinned. Do you see how it is quick to sin? In the heart. Look at a woman and say, oh, you're gone. Repent immediately. I went together. And look at chapter 15 of Matthew. And Jesus said like this, what comes out of the heart? Matthew 15 verse 19, it says, for out of the heart come evil thoughts. Read together with me. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander, It comes out of the heart. And verse 26, this is what defiles man. This is why I said, if there is anything that you can take care of in this life, take care of your heart. Amen. And no one has control over your heart except yourself. Are we together? This brings me to my third reason of my message today. How can we maintain the purity of heart? This is very serious. How can we maintain the purity of heart? Number one. Purity of heart can be maintained when we think right. Say think right. Think right. Say it again. Think right. Scripture says. Philippians 4 verse 8. Finally brethren. Say, let me read it. Are you getting it to me? Philippians 4 verse 8. Think right. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, oh, come on, thank you, Lord. Whatever is true, mm -hmm. whatever is noble, whatever is right, read with me, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think. Now, when you sit in your room, what are you pondering about? Most people are confused because they think wrongly they have a negative self image and they turn their lives because somebody disappointed you so you say you're not good enough oh i'm not good enough oh i'm old oh i'm gonna die oh if somebody has walked away through your life i know it pains but you need to get healed to think right tune up yourself again say oh john you've left me god has alex samuels are you with me Most people think on wrong stuff. Men that are caught up in pornography because all their mind is in pornography. And so they're illusioned. Think right. The Negativity is possible in each of our lives. Everyone has a story. Say everybody has a story. Everyone has been at the high mountain and in the valley. life life is not smooth it has ups and downs say ups and downs and possibly some of you have gone through a lot and when you think about it you can even cry but the Lord wants you to think right number two renew your mind things have happened in your life how can you maintain purity of heart renew your mind If your mind is corrupted because of this or the other, renew by prayer, renew by worship, renew by reading the word of God, renew your mind. All these you can fix yourself. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Renew your mind. Number three. Meditate on the word of God. If you, you want to maintain the purity of heart, when your heart is not contaminated, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Meditate on the word of God. I'm wondering what is happening in believers today. There is less hunger for the word. I must say it in 811 that I will send feminine on a land. Not famine for food, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the word of God. I want to encourage you, celebrate church, be a word-oriented man and woman. Make yourself a student of the word of God because you would align your life well. Psalms 1, verse 1, all of us, blessed is the one who does not walk in the shape of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or take a seat in the camp of mockers, but whose light is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. And what, what would that person be? That that person would be like a what? Like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in the season. And whose leaf does not wither, whatever it does shall prosper. Say, I will meditate on the word of God. Storms of life will push water on you and any other thing. But to keep yourself right, meditate on the word of God. Number four, sing, sing to yourself. Spiritual songs. Sing to myself. Have you ever sung it to yourself? Teach yourself how to sing some melodies to God. Amen. Look at Ephesians 5.19. Speaking to one another with the psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, songs of the spirit. And make music from your heart to the Lord. Have some songs, apart from reading them on the screen, you need to have songs in your heart. Amen. Sing for yourself. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. You sing for yourself, you know? Oh, yeah? Are we together? Do you have some songs in your On your head? I know folks, you have country music. But you need to have spiritual songs too. Don't you think? Yes, this is the maintaining the purity of the heart. Sing spiritual songs. Amen. As we sing a song here, oh, go singing that song in your heart. Amen. It will make you more pure, pure and pure. Now, number five. Keep your heart with all diligence. Proverbs four twenty-three. The Bible says, above all else. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the issues of life. Guard your heart. You have the free will to permit or resist. Somebody speaking something negative in your life, you can refuse it. Guard your heart. When you read the news are not good news, they're always bad news. Worry and worry all the time. Amen. Guard your heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of your heart comes the issues of life. I heard of a testimony. Oh, my time has gone. Oh, time has gone. The doctor told this guy that you have cancer and you have only two months to live. This man said, I I don't have it. And the doctor said, This is your report. I don't like it. And he went and battled and refused it. Do you know the power of resistance in your heart? Whatever you permit in can kill you or can give you life. Guard your heart with all diligence. It can be a fact when it is not a truth. Okay? We resonate our faith with what God tells us. That's why we keep going. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart comes the issues of life. Next, hearken to the word of God. Now, the word of God plays the four major reasons in your heart. Proverbs of verse 20, number one says, my son, pay attention to my word. Pay attention means give my word undivided attention. When I was training scouts, we would say, stand at ease, attention. You don't have to look on the other side, look there. Pay attention. If there's anything to give priority in your life, the Word of God. Number two, incline your ears to hear the Word. Okay? Number three, don't let the Word of God get off your eyes. Hebrews could tie the Word here, here, on the doorpost. Why? Every time they would turn to, they turn to the Word of God. Okay? And then lastly, it says, keep the Word of God where? In the midst of your heart. Purity of heart is maintained when we can keep the word of God in our hearts. Amen. And it will come when you open up yourself to read the word. Glory to God. Almost done. Almost done. Number seven. To us that are going through a lot of stuff, you know you're not bad enough, you've messed up your life big time, repent. Say, God forgive me. I know, uh, I've missed it. Uh, Lord, forgive me. He will forgive you honestly. Repent. Then there are issues in our lives that you have to wage war. When is the work of the enemy? The enemy can sow a seed of depression in your life. Certain issues we need to come against in warfare prayer. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I refuse this. I will not worry. Many times I've looked at myself and I get stressed. Then I would stand up and say, Stress, you have no part in my life. I command you to go. Now. Now. Now I speak to myself, it works for me. When I'm downcast, no one to encourage me, I encourage myself. There are issues that we need to pray against. And this morning, I wanna pray. Honestly, I had this in my spirit. Pray for issues in people's hearts, okay? Pray for issues in people's hearts and also pray for restoration. And also I was taught to pray for inner healing. There are people that need inner healing today. There are things we can't expose to other people. We need God to heal us from within. There are areas in our, in our hearts we need restoration. God restore my peace. I have no peace in my heart. I have no joy, Lord. Restore my life. And then there are people that have issues in their lives depressed and confused and mixed up and the Lord is going on in there. Worry. Can we pray together today? Amen. And where you're seated, I just want you to believe with me today that Samuel, there is something going on in my life. I cannot tell everyone, but God knows this is what I'm going through now. Maybe you're deep down in the valley. You are in the battle. And the battle is raging hard in your heart. When you see somebody falling into sin, he has not fallen into sin on that day. It was two years ago the battle has been raging. What you see is just the fruit. It has been there. But you can uproot it. I say. Bow your heads. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you this morning. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Lord, I pray this morning, if there is anyone here that has never committed his or her life to Christ, today I pray that you make a commitment. And if you are there today, that you are are not saved. You know that very well. You've never committed your life to Christ. And your heart has been raging, but you're a good churchgoer you can repeat after me in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today. I've come to understand, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And I know my heart has not been right with you. I commit my life to you once again. Forgive me of all my trespasses. Wash me, make me clean, make me as white as snow. I surrender my life to you today. Be Lord over my life. I surrender my heart to you, Lord. Reign in me. And today, I confess, you are my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me and setting me free. Amen. I want to pray for everyone with the issues inside. You are struggling with the issues in your heart. I don't need to know them, but you know what is happening. But just bow your head as I pray. Father, this morning, Lord, I thank you for the opportunity. There is somebody going through some stuff, maybe a confusion, maybe is in the valley of decision, maybe life has been messed up greatly. Lord, I pray, God, that you bring about victory in this man and this woman. Them that are struggling with stress and depression and anxiety fighting issues within their heart that they don't know how to get out i pray god for healing and deliverance in the name of jesus that you may get out of the house of bondage whatsoever that had bound you for this long be loosed from that infirmity let there be freedom in your heart today that you will stand and praise god with a clean heart i pray for inner healing this morning them that have been disappointed Maybe going through divorce, bereavement, loss of loved one, issues. I pray that the Lord heals you. Jesus heals your heart. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray for restoration. Whoever needs to be restored, Father, restore the joy of salvation. Restore life. I speak the Zoe life of God in your system right now. Irrespective of what has been spoken about you. The diagnosis and the prognosis, the issues going on, I speak life. Receive life. Receive life. The Zoe life of God this morning. I pray for our youth that have been confused of this or the other. I pray that you will be sober in your spirit. You will be stable in your mind. You will not be deluded or eluded. You will not be carried by the waves of this earth that you will stand for Christ. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Lord, I thank you. And I bless you. Amen. As we come to the closure, behind we have a table for Bethel Community Outreach, Uganda. Don't just rush, pass by and grab our book. Maybe souvenir to encourage Samuel. May the Lord bless you.
0: So typically when we end a service, we end by giving a blessing. And I think Pastor Samuel's already started uh, by blessing us. But I'd like, Pastor Samuel, could you come up? And I've asked just now, it went through my mind, to have Judd and Camille come up. Um, There's a lot going on in Uganda. COVID in Uganda is a lot harder to deal with than COVID in the U.S., over the last year. And the political situation in Uganda has been unstable in the last year. We're gonna talk in a couple weeks about blessed are those who are persecuted. There have literally been pastors executed in the last in this year in Uganda that are friends of Pastor Samuel's. And so we I want us to pray for Pastor Samuel and for the people of Uganda that he ministers to. So I'm gonna have Camille start us and then Judd and then I'll close us close us up. But If you want to extend your hand to give and to receive as we pray, pray together.
3: Jesus, we thank you. We give you all praise and honor and glory. We thank you for your word that gives life. And I thank you for the word that Pastor Samuel has spoken over us this morning. He has dug a deep well down to where there is not much air. And so I pray, Father, that you would breathe in us your Holy Spirit and bring that word to life in each of us, that you would make us the people who have right minds, just Mm. as Pastor Samuel taught us this morning, that we would have right minds. Mm. We long to see you, God. So would you strengthen us, encourage us in Mm -hmm. our inner man, Mm -hmm. the power of your Holy Spirit, that your word would dwell in our hearts richly? Oh yes. Thank you. That our minds would be made right Mm -hmm. and that we Mm -hmm. would see you. Oh yes. I thank you for a man who demonstrates that for us, who brings that word, that well, that water of life to Mm -hmm. us today.
4: Father, we give you thanks for this man. This man who pours out his life as an offering to you. This man with great risk and great trust in you has traveled halfway around the world to share your gospel. May that inspire us to be willing to even share it with our neighbors when we're often so timid to do that. May his example lead us going forward. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would restore him, that you would bless him, that you would continue to inspire and lead
2: him. Oh, God, thank you, Lord.
4: Thank you, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, that you would lead him, continue to bless him as a leader in the the nation of Uganda. Oh, yes. Mm. Thank you, Lord. As he works to share his pure heart, to drive out evil. Mm -hmm. Father, we ask for protection and blessing for those who have struggled with with HIV, AIDS, with COVID through the political unrest. Mm -hmm. Use this man to be a light in the darkness. We give you thanks for Pastor Samuel. We give you thanks. Thank you for your word, for your spirit that is that is here moving with us today. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. We give you thanks, and we do it in the name above all names, the name of Jesus. And all God's people said amen. Amen. Amen.